welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I am delighted to be joined by Brian Day. As you probably know, if you listen regularly to this podcast, he is the Senior Merchandiser and Natural Stores Coordinator for Four Seasons Produce. And beyond his role there, he is one of the greatest teachers and mentors in the world of produce. Brian, (laughs) delighted to have you with us today, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Ashley, and thank you for the kind words and uh, for the opportunity to uh, be with you here again tonight. Absolutely. So it's uh, it's hard to believe that it's it's coming up on this time already, but before we know it, the new year will be upon us, and you uh, you refer to it, I think, quite appropriately as diet season, and um, I know that that was always my perception over the years of January in particular and going into February a little bit. And so I was thinking about how can a store tweak its assortment for kind of those those healthy aspirations at the at the beginning of the year, and do you adjust like back to normal as the resolutions fade a little bit in the next couple months, or how do you how have you seen folks approach that? Wow, I, 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 it seems like yesterday I was just uh, packing out uh, peaches and nectarines and summer fruit, and all of a sudden <laughs> we're talking about January. Where did this year go? Right. So that's my question. (laughs) For sure. Uh, No, that's a good question. And um, one of the things that um, is uh, is a golden opportunity is to um, bring in new items uh, for uh, for the diet season. So uh, New Year's resolutions always, always will uh, entail eating healthier. Uh, Now, whether that sticks or not, um, that's uh, all on an individual basis. But fact of the matter is people will want to eat healthier, uh, especially after a holiday season of, of some comfort food, right? Um, I usually last about uh, three weeks myself, uh, but fortunately, <laughs> I, I eat enough uh, fruits and vegetables on a regular basis where um, where I, I, I'm in pretty good shape. So, um, But no, Ashley, open up on a variety um, is a great traffic is in the store. New traffic is in the store. Um, uh, a lot of times you might see new shoppers uh, that visit your store. Uh, that might be looking for different options that their uh, current market or uh, doesn't have or is unable to get. Um, and uh, this is a good opportunity to to just kind of um, uh, draw on a new shopper by having something new uh, available on your counters. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, some of the some of the things, the, the staple things like you want to make sure that you you are always in in stock on is salads. Everyone eats salads. Um, uh, for, you know, the start of their, their meal and uh, fresh fruit to snack on. It's a huge opportunity for uh, the value-added cut programs uh, that are in stores. So, um, you know, pre-cut fruit, uh, pre-cut veg, uh, grab-and-go for snacks, um, huge opportunity uh, to capture some, some added healthier snack sales uh, for sure. So, um, and seasonal stuff, right? So we'll we'll be in the uh, the the swing of things with citrus. Uh, one of my favorite uh, categories to to merchandise and and, and both eat to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, just make sure your variety is on point and um, you have uh, a full arsenal of um, of winter uh, winter citrus uh, as the the season kicks off here. Well, and I'm glad you mentioned value added too, Brian, because that was something I was wondering also is 
you know, some of the things I even think about, you know, what we'll see at like the big trade show at the end of the year and things like that and conveniences and kind of innovative new products are, are always what we see a lot of kind of showcase there. And typically, of course, with the added labor required for those, whether it's produced in store, or whether it's produced by a supplier that that makes the, you know, the the retail a little bit higher. But I wonder if is that something you see more acceptance of kind of that time of year where people are a little bit newly prioritizing maybe the the health and convenience of, of being able to get those things in over a little bit higher price tag? Wow, that is a loaded question. If you were asking me this last year, I would say yes. People are are um, the, the paying for convenience at every point. Um, but I think in the times that we're in, the inflationary times, um, you know, I just wanted uh, uh, touch on this a little bit. People are stretching their dollar uh, to down to the to the penny um, in the times that we're in. Um, you still will have the um, uh, uh, shopper that will pay on a consistent basis uh, for convenience, right? They'll pick up that that cut pineapple or uh, a mixed fruit or, um, you know, snacking carrots and grape tomatoes or whatever. Um, but some would might choose to cut their own pineapple at home and taking it in a little Tupperware or Ziploc or whatever it is, and then um, um, kind of stretch their dollar, get two, two meal, two uh, snacks or three snacks instead of the one uh, for the same price. So the paying for convenience will always be there, Ashley. I think it'll always be there. Um, but uh, the the scale of people, especially where we're at now, um, that might reduce and people might start buying whole commodity uh, and either cutting it at home or um, portioning it out uh, instead of picking up a $3.99, $4.99 a pound uh, container at, at store level. But um, that said, the entire value-added category still remains an opportunity, right? So um, I know it's like kind of one hand you're saying this, one hand you're saying that, uh, but it, I mean, it's a reality that, that, I, that I like to just kind of put out there now um, is uh, the, the inflationary piece and the times we're in. Um, but that does not mean that value-added, ca the um, um, category itself within the store, fresh cut fruit, fresh cut vegetables, um, pre-made salad options, um, convenience items uh, that, uh, that are new out on the market or whatever, that, that, that stuff will always continue to uh, uh, grow. And it's an opportunity now going into January and for people eating healthier to capitalize on that. And um, uh, potentially, again, talk, talk about bringing in new customers or uh, a, steady, uh, a steady new loyal customer a great opportunity for and time of year for for uh, a department to do just that. I'm really glad that you mentioned that, Brian, because that that is a great point that, um, you know, what's what's been the case in, in recent years and the trend that we've seen, you know, e even probably during the pandemic. But but certainly before that, um, you had the, the inflation lately has is just a, a new consideration for for many, many shoppers. And I wondered as you were discussing that as well, is that something that you think plays into the mix of bulk versus packaged in the store? Because I'm thinking about, you know, the different factors that would drive up what, what has to be that ultimate retail price. And 
on the bulk side, of course, I think you typically require a little bit more labor on the store level. And on the package side of the thing, you know, you you have more uh, more labor and expense that goes into the the equipment and the the packaging itself and, and things like that. Do, do you see the um, the cost consciousness of of consumers, you know, having any effect on kind of where retailers go as far as the bulk package mix? Great question. Uh, and uh, a lot of those, a lot of uh, the topics, the bullets you just made are, are just spot on. Uh, and in my opinion, yeah, the short answer is yes. Uh, the, the consumer will drive what the market carries, right? And what markets do. Um, uh, but I mean, again, going back to, to my other point, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, for, for the best opportunity to grow sales, for your uh, category, it is always it's it's a great time to uh, uh, branch out and keep either uh, expand on your value added, uh, bring in new items for your value added category, and uh, touching on your last point and in investing in labor and supplies. Right, I mean that's actually a cost um, uh, that's a cost analysis piece that I think each individual retailer would have to. Um, look at uh, but looking at the end that the end result and what it could mean for sales uh, short term and actually long term uh, that's something that's real it's tangible that a retailer would have to actually look at but um, yeah gotcha gotcha and yeah and and zooming back out a little bit to uh, to kind of the the healthy eating season right that is you know January and, and early February what can stores do to kind of encourage their shoppers and, and make healthy eating a little easier for them? Whether that's, I was thinking about things like, you know, cross merchandising for different meal solutions or, or a healthy snack sec, uh, you know, section signage, maybe there's different classes that they can do. I, what are some of the things that, that you've seen in that regard? All of the above. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like you were on store tours with me before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, all of the above, uh, creating destination sta stations for um, stuff like juicing, uh, putting out um, uh, people think think healthy. I mean, uh, immediately comes to mind is uh, uh, snacking healthy and juicing. So uh, creating juice sections within um, uh, within the department, creating juice recipe bags, right, where each ingredient that's in a juice, that's in a recipe for juice is put into a bag with the actual recipe inside or on the bag um, uh, is, a, is a, a good way to introduce people to new things uh, and actually make, the, make destination points within your department. Um, printing out uh, point of sale recipe cards and placing by, by talk about meal suggestions, right? I mean, that is a big piece of, of, of a retailer's opportunity to, to build a basket is um, creating opportunities for uh, meal suggestions, right? So, and how do you do that? A great way to do it is to either piece meals together um, or um, uh, put uh, a recipe by the main, um, uh, the main category, the main commodity that might be in a dish. Uh, and just kind of build your basket around it. Cross merchandising too is huge. I mean, uh, throughout the the department, and it's not just the department itself. It's bringing other departments within the department, right? So, um, 
you know, uh, healthy salad. I, I love tomato salad, right? Tomato salad, I think, is is extremely healthy with, you know, some fresh tomatoes, an avocado, uh, a, a clove of garlic, and a tad bit of olive oil, uh, and um, sea salt and black pepper too. So there you have, you know, some category from some um, interdepartment cross merchandising, along with bringing in something from grocery, uh, right? Maybe you bring in a little bit of fresh mozzarella cheese and um, uh, tie in your dairy department or um, yeah, the, the opportunity to build a basket, especially during this time, um, uh, from across the store, uh, is a is a great opportunity to to build your sales. Excellent. And I was curious too, Brian. And and I was thinking about this because um, the so the Texas International Produce Association does this annual Viva Fresh Clean Eating Challenge, mm -hmm. and the idea is just to kind of get you know folks from the industry to you know and look at their own health and their own, you know, produce consumption and, and work toward being, you know, better, a little bit better representatives of, of the produce industry in that way, right, is like walk the talk on on the produce a little bit. And I was curious if you had ever seen a store kind of do its own like internal, you know, healthier in the new year challenge type of thing to, you know, to be kind of a, a fun thing internally and also like another connection point with with the, the shopper maybe as well. Um, no, not, I mean, not directly to that level of, uh, uh, what that is, but I mean, there, there are a couple stores that do a yearly, like a new year, new you okay. um, type promotion, uh, where they'll pr promote heavily, um, percentage off of certain, um, commodities for a week, like right, week one will be, um, uh, 30% off, uh, um, uh, your fresh carrot category or 20% um, off of uh, apples or the way people write ads and structure ads uh, create creatively um, uh, is, a, is a good way for um, uh, to, to do just that, to kind of like keep their shoppers involved in what they're doing, not just look at, looking at it short term, but looking at it for the long term of eating healthier and, and driving more consumption and, and sales through the department. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much the only one that, that, that a group of stores that I do do a new year, new you. And that's the, the type of promotional programs that they do kind of put together um, for uh, uh, for the January, February season. That's very cool. And I love I love how that I'm sure kind of leads to uh, the the natural curiosity on the part of the shopper to be like, all right, this this week it's carrots. What is it next week? Oh, it's apples. Oh, what's what's the week after that? Right. And just right. kind of takes you through different categories. Yeah, for sure. Keeps them engaged. And it's the opportunity too to, tr to try for consumers to try new things. Right. A big one. Mm -hmm. Big one. I always say is tropical. Right. I mean, there's so many opportunities within the tropical section. Uh, outside of avocados, kiwis, uh, and mangoes, right? I mean, we see the the boom over the past few years of what uh, uh, dragon fruit and uh, pitaya uh, have become, right? I mean, they've been they're 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 mainstays in certain drinks now. And you know, two three years ago, uh, they were the really cool looking um, ex quote unquote expensive thing in the uh, in a single basket in a uh, in a tropical setting, but. Um, it's an actual, um, it's an actual, um, staple in a drink now. So, I mean, um, yeah, exposure like that, uh, could be huge. It's, it's huge for long-term repeat visits for, 
certain categories and certain commodities. That's a great point. Well, and especially thinking too about, um, so what, one of the things they brought up recently in the, the Viva Fresh challenge actually was making a, uh, making some kind of positive swap, right? So thinking about as folks are looking for uh, for healthier stuff, but they still have the sweet tooth or whatever, something like a dragon fruit or some kind of tropical fruit, like that's, that's the perfect kind of, uh, you know, segue, right? Is like, hey, you you still get your dessert flavor, but this is uh, this is a lot better for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely right. For sure. Awesome. And switching gears a little bit, Brian, from an operations and training perspective, what are some of the things that are helpful to either revisit or kind of kickstart um, at the beginning of the year versus other times of year? So we're coming out, uh, good question. They're coming out of a period where um, it's kind of, well, for lack of better terms, it's insane, right? So yeah. from the middle of November to the end of December into the new year, going into the new year, um, uh, will be, it's, it's one of those times where in some areas, some departments, uh, the sanitation piece might get a little lost, right? With so much focus on labor and making sure shelves are full, displays are solid, um, or orders are filled uh, and uh, put away. Um, some of the, some of the sanitation things might get might slip. So uh, a great practice uh, for when the the calendar flips into a new year is to take a look at your sanitation program. Really put an emphasis on that. Getting a good base after the holiday uh, to go forward into the new year with new year with right. So um, that's a that's an opportunity for training. Um, and something to to revisit. The other thing would be um, take a look at your your order guides, right? And this ties into some of the things we were talking about earlier is uh, the desire to to bring in new items, right? It's a great time of year to bring in a new item into a department. Uh, uh, extra traffic in the stores, um, so many new things that are that are uh, kicked off uh, the, in the at the beginning of the year from um, uh, from a um, company standpoint um and for consumers to try uh so uh that's a good practice to get into and you know what quite honestly after the 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 hustle and bustle of the holidays um it's nice to just kind of um uh take a, a gauge on your employees and just maybe offer some little refresher courses on um uh going into the new year uh, going into the new seasons right like citrus like making sure um uh, the employee knows about the flavor profile of a Caracara versus a blood orange versus a Satsuma. Um, and just kind of just go through them with the motions of, of that and just kind of uh, do a little bit of refresher so they can educate the consumer as well um, for what they're selling. Right. So um, just a couple of this, the, those, those three things, I think uh, right off the top of my head that I'm thinking about it would be uh would be good refreshers, but, Mainly coming out of the holiday, I would say number one um, to get a fresh start, a good a good foundation, and a solid base for the new year would be just kind of take a look at your sanitation department and to uh, uh, take a look at trying new items while the traffic in your store is there. Gotcha. And I know uh, you mentioned January, of course, coming off such a such a crazy time in the holiday season. I'm wondering too if you know for folks who are you know like the the produce manager or, or roles like that, 
is January also kind of a good time to just check in with your people and make sure like, hey, I, I see that you haven't had a day off in four weeks. Let's let's make sure you get a day off in, in the next week or so and kind of kind of take that time to to catch everybody up a little bit after the holidays and make sure everyone's getting taken care of a little bit there too. 100%. Yes. Uh, from the people side of it, absolutely 100%. And it's a good way to build morale um, and uh, uh, just kind of reward your employees for uh, a job very well done uh, during the during the holiday season. Because, I mean, let's be honest, retail is is uh, it's difficult. It's hard. Right. Especially over the especially over the holiday. I mean, you know, um, going in working all day on, on say Christmas Eve, uh, then going home and and enjoying one day at home for Christmas with your family. Uh, but then you're back at it again on December 26th. Right. So, uh, that's, a uh, retail is never, never ending, I guess. So it is nice to kind of throw, throw, uh, through your employees, um, an extra PTO day, a half PTO or uh, a couple hours off. Maybe you buy the, buy the department lunch, maybe, you make things fun and just kind of um, do like a pizza party uh, for the not the entire so the entire department and just kind of it's just kind of like a little reward and thank you. I mean, you'd be surprised how 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 far that goes, right? In um, you know rewarding re- reward with your team and, and feel that they just, they're being rewarded with something for for the hard work that they did over the past six to eight weeks. So um, that's a great point, Ashley. For sure. Well, good. Awesome. Well, Brian, anything else you would add or anything that we're missing on kind of that New Year's uh fresh start time frame there in January, February? Um no, I think I think we've covered a good good start of it. I would just again, as I always say, I mean, this is this is a great time for produce, uh, for increasing consumption, introducing new items. Um, and just kind of uh, resetting the, uh, the the department for uh, reset, pushing the reset button, I guess, for the department going into the into the new year. You know, new year, new opportunity uh, for everyone, right? I mean, that that includes you know personal and and business and and how we do business and you know the way things are changing and the way markets are are, are right now. It's just a good it's a good it's a good time to reflect and come up with some creative ways to um have fun in the produce department and just drive sales right increase consumption and just kind of the good actually for me i like to take a look at it too and challenge it's a challenge for myself what am i going to do differently this year to make um uh, a certain category shine or to build sales or um to to teach that next person what am i what am i going to do differently uh to build on some of the successes that that we've had uh, with all with all those points so um yeah don't be afraid to challenge yourself don't be afraid to challenge yourself on on many levels right and uh yeah so that's pretty much the kind of the 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 last thing that i would throw in there well, and and I, what an excellent point to end on, Brian. Because I'm sure the I'm sure the next step of that too is because I know because I've seen you interact with folks at the store level is you encourage the folks that you work with and and the retailers that that you go and help out to to challenge themselves in that way too, right? For sure, yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. 
we all should challenge each other, right? I and mean, it's the it's a team challenge, right? It's an individual team challenge, if that makes any sense. <laughs> I mean, but we all feed off each other, right? This is a this is a very close industry. This is a very close knit industry where um, uh, great ideas are shared amongst people thousands of miles away, and um, yeah. So I mean, just utilize uh, the information that you have and some of the successes that people before you have had, and just try, try to Im, 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 Im apply it into your into your everyday, into your into your life, into your uh, merchandising, into your order selecting, into your new item. Uh, picking a new items and just kind of, you know, I always say, I always say uh, uh, the teamwork piece, right? Teamwork piece is a huge, huge piece in, in making anything, anything a role in any success. And I always, you know, collaborate to celebrate, right? Talk to your teams, right? Talk to your teams, collaborate with your teams, collaborate with your peers um, to grab ideas, right? Challenge them to, to get new ideas and celebrate the successes that you have often. And, you know, just, you know, don't, don't, I guess don't look at failure as a failure. Look at it, failure as a learning opportunity, right? So, um, you know, um, the greatest risk is not taking one. So, you know, if you want to try that dragon fruit, but you're afraid of the price point, <laughs> try that dragon fruit. You'd be surprised <laughs> be able to, uh, to sell. So challenge yourself. Awesome. Well, we will we will wrap it up there for for this episode, Brian. Thank you so much as always for taking the time to to talk with me today. We'll thank our listeners as well, and we will see everybody next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.